Before I read this next near-death experience, I wanted to get something clear. Each of these stories have been documented at the link in the description. Since all NDE are different in some way, you will run across some that you don't believe, some that you disagree with entirely, and some that go against every known religion. With that said, leaving this channel comments about how done you are because the latest story was not in tune with your personal religious beliefs is unnecessary. If you wish to unsubscribe, there is a button for that. However, whatever it was that got you to subscribe to this channel to begin with, whatever video it was that you loved enough to tap that subscribe button, it also made someone else unsubscribe that day because they disagreed with your beliefs. We are adults. I do not pick and choose any belief system over another, and as long as the NDE story has a positive ending with a resounding message of faith, hope, and love, it is welcome here. God did not say to love everyone except for those that think differently than yourself, and some of you need to remember that. If after doing that you still wish to unsubscribe then you may do so without leaving a nasty comment. It is that simple. This channel will continue to show respect to all religions and belief systems. I will not allow threats and nasty comments to force me into making only videos that you agree with. And now, today's near-death experience. My first experience began when I was about six or seven years old. I was attending a Catholic church. After the service, I remember going up to light a candle for the Virgin Mary. After I lit the candle, I was praying and that was when I heard her talking to me. I heard a very soft, beautiful voice in my head, and I remember being mesmerized by it. It was telling me that I was going to be called upon and that I needed to be patient. I wish I could remember more, but I can't. I remember when she was talking to me. It felt like time had stopped and that it was just her and me in the church. I even saw her statue wink at me. Needless to say, even for a six-year-old, I did not tell anyone because I knew that statues are not supposed to talk to you, let alone wink at you. I had repressed this memory until my next experience. When I was 27 years old, I had another experience. I had just had my second child, and I remember sitting in my rocking chair watching the selection for the first teacher in space. When Krista McCullough's name was called to accept the position, I felt a feeling of pure doom spread from my head into every cell of my body. It felt like someone had placed their hand on my head and let this ooze of doom invade my body. I could not move. I was frozen as this feeling went through me. I couldn't believe this. I knew that if she got on the space shuttle she was going to die. I remember I kept saying, this can't be happening, over and over again. When I was released, I didn't know what to do. Should I call NASA and tell them? If I did, would they even believe me? Who am I but a simple housewife with two small children? I was so afraid that if I called NASA they would send the police out and I would be in trouble so I didn't tell anyone. Little did I know that others were also receiving these kinds of feelings and calling NASA. On the morning of the liftoff, I did not catch the initial showing of the shuttle blasting off. When I did find out what happened, I remember sinking to the floor and I made a promise to God that the next time he made contact with me I would listen. It was at this point that I realized that we are not alone and that there is something else going on. 
but I just did not understand. It was then that I remembered about the conversation with the Virgin Mary. I believe this experience was my awakening. When I was 33 years old, I had another experience that was even more dramatic. I remember waking up one morning, and as I started to get out of bed, I saw a brilliant white light in the corner of my room. At first I thought that this was just sunshine, although I remember thinking that I never saw sunlight like that before. So I glanced at my door and saw that it was almost shut. How could all that light get in my room? Then I thought that this light must be the ghost of a girlfriend of mine that had passed away when she was 19. As I looked at the light I remember how utterly beautiful it was. This light was really bright, but it did not hurt my eyes to look at. I was mesmerized by it. When I closed my eyes, I could still see it. It was then that I fell back on the bed and realized that I could not move. It was like I was being held down. Then I saw images of a man, and I heard a voice again talking to me in my head. This voice was talking about this man, and who he was, and that we were going to meet. This voice told me about his temperament, what he looked like, his heritage, and what he would say to me when we do meet. This voice said that this man needed to be shown the right path in life, and he would give me the passion that I needed in my life. I remember tossing my head from side to side, no, I would never have anything to do with someone like this, no way. When I was released, I thought, is this really happening? Things like this don't happen. I was too afraid to tell anyone because I was afraid they would think I was crazy. I pushed this event back and did not think about it until six months later when I met this man. He was exactly like I saw him, and he even said what the voice told me he would say to me word for word. I was in complete amazement. I remember making the promise to God to follow through, and I did so. I tried very hard over the course of six years to help this man. He had a lot of problems and we were in and out of a relationship, and the last time we got together was when I had the NDE-like experience. My NDE-like experience happened when I was 40 years old. I was back together with this man, Joe. I remember that I was at a low point, because no matter what I did Joe kept going back to his old ways, even though he told me that he had found God. Yeah, right. Things kept happening to him, that I am sure God created to show him that he needed to spend time with me. But instead Joe kept hanging out with his friends. I remember nights just crying myself to sleep, asking God to please take me home because I could no longer take this anymore. One night when I was at my deepest despair as I prayed to God to take me home, I suddenly fell asleep, and the next thing I knew I was in a place surrounded in white light. I looked around and realized that this light was like the light in my bedroom years ago. It was at this point I realized that I knew this place. I was home. I also realized that I no longer had a body, and the feeling of pure joy was so wonderful because I was able to feel joy without being bound in a body. I can't explain it in words how this feeling felt. When you are free of the body, feelings are felt in the fullest. It was at this point I realized that this place was the reality. I kept saying to myself, they must be showing me this because I am going to die, and they did not want me to be afraid. Well, I am still here so I know that wasn't it. I started to look around and saw beings of different colors, huddled in a group talking amongst themselves. 
They were neither male nor female. One of them I remember was a soft olive green color, and this being was holding a staff. I thought to myself that these beings don't have eyes, ears, mouths, or hands, and they are conversing. How can this be? I decided to see what color I was so I stretched a part of me out and saw that I was a very vibrant plasmic hot pink. I remember laughing because this was a color I would not be comfortable wearing here on earth. The next thing I knew I was being pulled into the light and gosh, what an utterly wonderful experience. This light went into me and bathed me in pure, 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 unconditional love. I became part of it, and it showed me that we needed to look not with our eyes, but with our hearts. We need to love selflessly and to do it often. To be compassionate and understanding and to look beyond what we see, to see with our hearts. We are all connected. We know each other. When we do good for one, we do good for all of us. When we do bad against one, we do bad against all of us. We, all things, are all of this loving light. It was so beautiful and wonderful. I did not want to leave. I felt myself being pulled toward the group of beings that I saw earlier. I was being pulled into an area that was like an opening of some kind. When I was above the opening, I was scared that I was going to fall down through it. I was just floating there when I saw another being rushing up toward me. I was being pulled toward this being that was the color of royal purple. I heard a name of this being, Steve, and I heard the olive green being say to me telepathically, this is the one you will be with next. I thought to myself, you want me to be with my ex-brother-in-law. That was the only Steve that I knew at that time. As this being drew closer, I realized that this was a different person. When we embraced, it was so wonderful. It felt like 10 billion fireworks of love energy exploding all around and in me. Pure ecstasy. It was love unbounded. That is the best way that I can describe it. Nothing that we can experience on earth even comes close to this feeling. I did not want to let go of this being. When I get back home, I can't wait to embrace everyone. The next thing I knew I was in a long hall where one end went on forever. I saw a throne and a being sitting on it. I could not look up to see its face because I knew not to. I was bouncing all over the place because I knew that I was in the presence of God. I kept saying to myself, oh my God, it's God, over and over again. As I started to calm down, I heard the voice of God. I can't describe it other than that it was alive. I knew that God could end everything on earth with just one word. This voice was powerful and you knew it. I was so humbled I felt so small, so insignificant, yet so loved. This voice came from up above me. It was like God showed me a body on a throne so that I would have something to grasp as all this was happening. He asked me how I thought things were going with Joe and I said he was doing good, yeah right. God then said, tell me how he is really doing. Like I could fool God so I told him that things were not good at all. God then asked me what I think would happen if God took me away from him. At this point, I am thinking that God intends to have me come home. And I said that if I was to die Joe would lose it completely. God then said, well I think I know my son better than that. He went on to say that what was important was that Joe needed to have him in heart 100 percent 
and that he will have to take things over. He asked me if that would be okay. I agreed. God then asked me, what do you want? I couldn't believe it. Here I have been given the greatest gift of all to know of heaven and to understand that we don't die, and God wants to know what I want. All I could think of was that I wanted to have my kids here also. Once I told him this, the next thing I knew I awoke with a sudden start in bed. I wanted to run and yell to everyone that I had gone to heaven. And we don't die. Reality sunk in that if I did this everyone would think I was crazy. I have to tell you that I was on cloud nine for months, and I had the biggest smile on my face. I knew. I eventually told my three kids, I have told parts of my story to a few people, but never the whole story for fear that others would think that I was crazy. Being in the light has changed me in that I have become even more compassionate, understanding and loving than I was before this happened. I have not become a religious person, but I have become very spiritual one. I have begun discovering the Buddhist philosophy. Being joined with another soul showed me to believe in love again, for you see I had lost all hope that we can love each other. This experience showed me that there are others out there that have a deep capacity to love. I just need to find them. And now I know how to look for them, with my heart. The relationship with Joe ended, and I saw events unfold that showed me where I needed to be next. I got laid off, and I got a job opportunity to work in Kentucky. I knew that I had to come here. What I didn't know was that I had a cousin here. I saw how God had arranged me to move down here, and he made sure that I had a relative here to help me. I told my cousin when I got down here that I knew that I was going to meet someone here, and that someone was Steve. I had another spiritual experience two or three weeks before I met Steve. I knew I was back in heaven, but in a place surrounded in snow-capped mountains like in Switzerland. I remember playing in the snow with a man in his mid to late twenties. I was not able to see what he looked like, but I knew his age range and that he loved Switzerland. When I awoke, I was again on cloud nine for days. A few weeks later I then received an email from a man named Steve. He told me his age, which was twenty-eight. And as we conversed, I learned that he loved Switzerland. Anyway, as our friendship developed, I asked him this question. If our souls were different colors, what color would mine be? He answered, that's easy, hot pink. I have not shared these experiences with him so he didn't have a clue. Yet he knew. How amazing how this whole thing works. Steve and I will always be friends, even though we don't see each much since he moved to a different state. I kept seeing a word in my head, Matra. And when I asked him what this word meant, he said that it was Sanskrit and that it meant male friend. I am assuming that God wants me to be his friend and I will surely be this for him as long as he needs me and that he does know. Being friends with Steve has taught me how to love for love's sake, unconditionally, without judgments, without attachments. Well, that's all. Oh yeah, since I saw the light of God in my bedroom, I haven't aged like most people. I age more slowly, more gracefully. It is so cool to look at people and to know that we are so much more than the sum of our parts and that we know each other and we are here to learn to love ourselves and one another on our human journey.